This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. U.S. hospitals push to financial ruin as nurses are quitting en masse. In addition to that, in addition to that, friends, unvaccinated workers who were fired are now suddenly being begged to return. I wonder why. Even if they're COVID positive. And a new ruling order is set to frame vaccine mandate foes as terror threats to doctors, politicians, and journalists. And we've just started. The former governor of Louisiana has accused the president of the United States of having vaccine idolatry. He said one of the problems America faces in fighting COVID-19 is that the president has vaccine idolatry and it's not working. Those were the comments from a very well-spoken Bobby Jindal, the governor of Louisiana from 2008 to 2016 and a 2016 candidate for the GOP nomination of president, now is head of the Center for Healthy America at the America First Policy Institute. He said mindlessly chanting, follow the science, seeks to delegitimate delegitimize those without considering the merits of their arguments. Finally, data is showing that triple-vaxxed persons are more likely to get Omicron than vaxxed persons. Triple-vaxxed, more likely to get it. And finally, an insurance CEO, head of a $100 billion insurance company, says that All causes of death have spiked an astonishing 40% among people ages 18 to 64 compared to pre-pandemic levels. He said it's unprecedented, an unprecedented rate that is four times higher than a once in a 200-year catastrophe. Those are the words of Scott Davison, CEO of Indianapolis-based One America. He said the data is consistent across every player in the business. In other words, other life insurance companies. Meanwhile, the daily number of deaths from COVID-19, according to the state dashboard, is less than half of what it was a years ago. So he wonders why are the deaths multiplying so greatly when people dying supposedly, supposedly from COVID are diminishing rapidly? He asked the question, do the governments of the world prefer that you were dead? I don't know. I can't answer that. But the question is a reasonable question, given the fact that in spite of all of the facts, all of the real science, one would be prone to think that might very well be the case. And so I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. It's conversation with ever-increasing conviction, I trust. Talk that transforms. California nurses are reporting an overwhelming number of heart attacks, clotting in vaccinated patients. Nurses in Ventura County, California. I'm well familiar with that. Our family used to vacation there every summer for 25 years. 
Nurses in Ventura County, California, are blowing the whistle on an alarming rise in heart problems, strokes, and blood clotting in vaccinated patients, adding that doctors refuse to consider the problems could be adverse reactions to COVID shots. The nurse reported coming forward because she said, I'm tired of all the BS that's going on. It's crazy how nobody questions anything anymore. Although hospitals are seeing more myocarditis, an associated side effect of the COVID jab, the nurse said, quote, everyone wants to downplay it. It's rare. It's rare, they say. Doctors don't want to question it. Nobody wants to raise a red flag. An ICU nurse said that the number of sick, critically ill people in her Ventura County Hospital has become overwhelming, pushing her facility's patient census to the highest level she has ever seen. But the doctors almost never bring up the possibility of adverse reactions due to COVID vaccines, the nurse said. While doctors seem to go out of their way to suppress discussions, about vaccine adverse reactions, they have no problem pressuring people to take the shots, said the critical care nurse. It's not really a vaccine, she said. It's just experimental. Well, that's true. But today on Viewpoint, we're going to take a look at what is actually happening as a result of the so-called experimental vaccines. Not vaccines. Shots experimental shots that were never intended by admission, never intended to prevent one from catching the virus, nor were they ever intended to prevent you from spreading the virus. So what were they for? Only one thing, and that was to diminish on the short-term the symptoms, if you get it. On the other hand, what are the long-term consequences? We've talked about it before here on Viewpoint, but today we take it even further. Today you're going to have to anchor your seatbelt, my friend. I'm just so sorry that you're going to have to anchor your seatbelt and probably put on a head restraint, because what you are about to hear today is not only very troubling, but it has vast consequences for you, for your family, for your congregation, for our country, and for the world. The Bible says the life is in the blood. The life is in the blood. What is happening to the blood of Americans? What is happening to the conduits for the blood of the peoples of this planet? That's our focus here today on Viewpoint. And again, I'm so glad that you have joined us because what we are about to see is something beyond troubling. Some would classify it as terrifying and the purpose of bringing it up is not to terrify you but help us to recognize what we've been saying for almost two years here on this program gradually building up to help people to understand not trying to raise the caution flag too high 
in order to terrify people. But give warning and give the information that was not available through the normal media, not available even through most uh, so-called conservative media, because people are afraid. They are terrified to tell the truth. Doctors are terrified. Nurses are terrified. Politicians are terrified. The entire world has been pressed into a terrified condition that has suppressed and frustrated the ability to communicate truth on something so grave and so severe and of such mag, uh, just almost unexpressible consequences that it's hard for the heart to bear. We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. And I welcome you back to Viewpoint. Indeed, it is hard for the heart to bear when the blood not only is contaminated, but then is restricted progressively by spike proteins that are preventing the blood from flowing, not so much through the veins, but through the capillaries. And this is what seems to be leading to the extraordinary connection between the jabs and heart failure. Did you know that the comedian that just died in Florida that has been celebrated, praised all over the country, did you know that it was discovered that he had just had the vaccine? He had just had the vaccine, and almost immediately he died. And they can't figure out why. They didn't want to tell you that. They didn't want to tell you that he had had the vaccine. Why? Because they don't want you to make the connection. But we must make the connection, friends, and today we're going to make the connection for those who will hear. Now, if you have had any of the jabs, the purpose of this program today is not to terrify or terrorize you. You're just going to have to accept the facts where they are and where this is leading. You chose to get the vaccine for whatever reason you chose to do it, whether through fear, force, threat of force, mockery, whatever it was. You chose to get it. What is about to be shared here on Viewpoint today is not to consign you to a death warrant. 
On the other hand, the facts that are coming out are so breathtaking that one must consider that overall, looking at the greater population, the likelihood of people losing their lives over the next 10 years because of these shots is almost beyond belief. Now, before we get into the depths of this, I want to suggest to all, whether you've had a shot or not, whether you've had COVID or not, this is not a matter for pride or for uh, poking fingers at one another. It is what it is. People have made their choices and are going to be making their choices. It is hopeful that what we share here on this program will help you, those who have not made choices or have made choices not to get the vaccine, will understand why. For those who have made choices to get either one, two, three, or four jabs, the only thing I can suggest to you is to live as healthy as you possibly can. To do everything you can to keep your immune system up. To exercise. To keep your weight down. To eat fruits and vegetables. Lots of them. To do everything that you can to live healthy in order to frustrate the effects of the spike proteins that are ravaging your body unsuspectingly. And then overall, under any circumstances, no matter how grave they might be, we must cast our care upon the Lord. It is what it is right now. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. The choices that we make today will determine the future. The choices we make today will determine what we do tomorrow. It might actually determine many people's tomorrows. But I need to tell you and remind you what you already know, and that is that your Supposed friend, the founder of Microsoft, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, has declared his unreserved purpose to diminish the population of the world radically. He also is the number one promoter of global vaccines. He also is the one who, on March 20th, 2020, filed a patent application with the U.S. Patent Office, unprecedented in the history of this country, to not only advance a vaccine unprecedented, and it's administering in an unprecedented way through nanotechnology, but also to combine it 
with an amazing, almost impossible to understand by other than supreme technocrats, a methodology for getting rid of all cash transactions in the world and using this little nanotechnology to not only control, but understand and uh, account for every single man, woman, and child on the planet and their financial activities, and to control them and your access to the ability to buy and sell, to transact any kind of business to a global government oversight. That's the trajectory. That's the goal. That is part of the vision of the Great Reset. Now, for today, we're not focusing on the Great Reset per se. We're focusing on the great problems that are endemic to these jabs and what is actually taking place. I'm looking right now at the picture of Deborah Conrad, a physician assistant, very well respected. I believe she was from New York. In a community which less than 50% of the individuals at that time had been vaccinated for COVID-19, approximately 90% of those that were admitted to her hospital were documented to have been vaccinated. 90%. You say, well, wasn't that good? Isn't that what they wanted? Well, let's listen to the rest of the story. When Deborah Conrad, the physician's assistant, reached out to health authorities about the troubling nature of what she was discovering with the unexpected health events that were coming from those who had been vaccinated... She reached out to health authorities, but they ignored her. She then contacted the managing partner of a law firm. They also reached out to health authorities, but were ignored. When doctors came to Ms. Conrad for assistance with filing VAERS reports for their patients, as required by the CDC, the hospital prohibited her from filing the reports. Now, the various reports are those that are supposedly mandated to let the CDC know the negative developments coming from the use of the so-called vaccines. But it wasn't happening. In fact, most of the doctors didn't even know anything about the various reports. And what they did know, they didn't know how to do it. So they approached the physician's assistant, who was a healthcare professional overseeing the nurses there in this hospital. Dr. Patricia Lee, a highly credentialed pro vaccine ICU physician, wrote a detailed letter to the CDC and FDA describing the cases. 
the serious harm and death that was coming from COVID jabs or vaccines. After getting no response from the CDC and FDA, Dr. Lee turned to the Siri and Glimstead law firm. This, the reason I'm reporting this is because it shows not only the reluctance, but the refusal of trusted medical professionals, doctors, hospitals, to report the reality of what has been taking place on the ground experientially in response to these COVID jabs. We already talked about the nurses in Ventura County reporting the overwhelming number of heart attacks clotting in vaccinated patients. Nurses fired for not getting the jab because they knew what it was about. About 20% of the nurses in the country refused to get the jab. They knew what was going on, but they refused and so they were fired. Now the hospitals are pushed to financial ruin as nurses quit in mass, and now they're begging them to come back. So, Bobby Jindal, the governor of Louisiana, former governor of Louisiana, has now accused Joe Biden, the president of the United States, of having vaccine idolatry. In other words, putting his trust and his confidence in marketing a vaccine to the people that he has absolutely no right, no authority, and no medical scientific conviction upon which to stand other than get the vaccine, we're moving for a world global order. In the U.K., Early data on Omicron published show at the very least that people who have received three COVID-19 vaccine shots are as likely to contract the new variant as people who are unvaccinated. The Office for National Statistics Infection Survey from the UK indicated the triple vaccinated were four and a half times more likely to test positive for Omicron than the unvaccinated. The double vaccinated were 2.3 times as likely to have a probable Omicron infection. In other words, not getting vaccinated was better for you, healthier for you, than just waiting around and see if you got Omicron. The data support the claim that the Omicron variant has significant vaccine-evading ability. The fact that the triple vaccinated are much more likely to get infected with Omicron than the double vaccinated confirms this vaccine-evading ability. Now, in in Austria... Up to 3. million fully vaccinated Austrians are going to be declared unvaccinated. They've had more than two mRNA injections, 
and now they're going to be declared unvaccinated because they haven't had the boosters every six months or every five months. Now, I want you to think about the consequence of these boosters. Why the boosters? It's because the original is not working. The original is not working. Let me repeat that. The original is not working. The original is not working. Can I suggest it again? The original is not working. How many more times do you have to hear that? We'll be right back. You better anchor your seatbelt, friends, because we've just started. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archive. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. Today, we're taking a look at uh, how the so-called COVID shots, jabs, not vaccines, even though they're being said to be vaccines, are not working, but in fact are working. They're working to do just the opposite of what you would expect. Yes, they may be reducing the symptoms for some if and when they get the virus, except for those getting Omicron. But the ongoing further developments inside your bloodstream are what we want to talk about here on the rest of the program today. The Bible says the life is in the blood. There is a reason why the Bible talks about blood, about the shedding of blood. Without without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Jesus' blood had to be shed for you and for me so that we wouldn't be constantly shedding the blood of animals that would not take away any conscience or of sin. It all links together. The life is in the blood. Blood is a very serious thing. It's what keeps you alive. Without blood, you cease to exist. 
Yes, we need water and we need food. We need the food for energy and we need the water because without the water, you aren't going to have any blood anyway. Water is the most important after the blood and then food. But blood is at the very heart of life itself. In fact, the Bible constantly links blood and life together. And there's a reason for that. What happens, though, if in the arrogance of humankind, we decide to play experimental games with the blood? We decide to contaminate the blood. Or even worse, we decide to inject by means of into the bloodstream material that actually changes the very chemical and, uh, uh, shall we say, medical makeup of God's created design system to prevent sickness, to prevent disease, and to allow us to live successfully and to the max if we walk healthy before him. What if scientists actually, in the name of science, have actually played, shall we say, Frankenstein, have engaged in experiments with the mRNA that are potentially having such vast implications that it is almost beyond the ability of humankind to, to, to really contemplate? This is what Dr. Robert Malone who was the, shall we say, some say the inventor. Uh, He prefers to use some different term uh, that he actually discovered, not invented, but discovered the mRNA and its potential application for uh, use in medical treatments. He has been the leader in warning the world about the unexpected consequences of cavalierly pushing these so-called vaccines or jabs, the mRNA system, through humankind around the world. He said, you have no idea what the consequences will be. None. You have no experience with it. But he said, I know what this is capable of doing. And it's not pretty. Because what it basically does is replace your immune system with a counterfeit that supposedly was there to prevent you from getting the more severe symptoms of COVID. But in the process, set you up in the long term for even greater suffering that would destroy your entire system, the blood, the blood flow, and ultimately your immune system, and destroy your heart and your lungs so that eventually your system would not sustain itself. In other words, everything that God created was being replaced and destroyed. All for the short-term purpose of keeping you from getting 
the worst symptoms of the original COVID-19 experience. Not only that, but Dr. Malone says, and all the other doctors now following are saying that these so-called vaccines are actually creating a situation to, within the realm of vaccine technology and virus technology, creating a situation to create even more variants to get around the jab, Booster 1, Booster 2, Booster 3, Booster 4, and now they're saying, oh, you're probably going to have to have one every every six months or every year. You'll never be fully jabbed. Are you beginning to get the picture? Well, you're just beginning to get the picture. There's no way you could get the picture yet. Not the real picture. Because the real picture is far more vast than what we're saying here. I want to share with you, I've done this once before, and I do this with permission. Before we go further into the the more devastating aspects of this, I want to share with you a letter that was sent by a wonderful Christian man to his employer. The man was nearing retirement. And he was absolutely convinced that the vaccines were extremely dangerous. And he could not justify, as a Christian, compromising his life, his system, his blood, by receiving the mRNA jab. So he writes to his employer and says, this letter is to inform you that I have started the retirement process due to the upcoming OSHA vaccine mandates. I initiated it when OSHA came out with their get vaccinated by January 4th deadline. By the way, that deadline has been extended now. After much thought and prayer, I have concluded that I must refuse the unproven and biblically questionable COVID-19 drug. I also do not trust any invasive testing, such as the -the up-the-nose swabs, because they have been sterilized with ethylene oxide, which is an extremely powerful carcinogen. I want to get the retirement process started as quickly as possible, since January 4th is so close. The OSHA mandate is being challenged in court, so the timelines may change. I would be willing to change my retirement date if I am not forced to take this drug and the testing remains non-invasive, such as the the spit-in-the-bottle test. I don't know how the company will choose to comply with the mandate, but as I said, I am willing to work with management if I do not have to take the drug or submit to invasive testing. My concerns are multifaceted. Firstly, I don't think these drugs have been shown to be safe or effective as demonstrated by the sudden deaths, increased heart issues, blood clotting, continued infections among the vaccinated, and the latest calls for booster shots. More importantly, my refusal to take this drug is religious. I see this entire pandemic 
which has a 99.7% recovery rate without COVID-19 drugs, as a way of pushing an agenda that has the ultimate goal of establishing a totally cashless society that can be monitored and controlled. This is why those in charge want tracking and tracing so bad. Once this is established, everything in a person's life can be indexed to it, including their identity and their money. This is what the Bible calls the mark of the beast. No one can buy or sell without that mark. And if you submit and take the mark, your soul will be irretrievably lost, as stated in Revelation chapter 14, verses 9 to 11. I do not think taking this drug is the mark of the beast right now, but it's preparing us for it. In much the same way as a car receives a coat of primer before the paint goes on, it ensures that the paint will stick. Consider this. If a man is not willing to give up his job to avoid taking this experimental drug when he knows it's the wrong thing to do, will he be willing to give up his life to avoid taking the mark when the government mandates it? I encourage serious self-examination for every Christian regarding this. I have chosen to follow Jesus Christ. He told us in this world we would have tribulation, but we should be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. Once again, my retirement is being processed, but I will extend it if the company policies are acceptable. If not, it has been my joy to work with you all. This is a letter of truth but it's also a letter of deep respect. Do you understand that? This is illustrating the kind of attitude that we as Christians should have. It's not a reactionary. It's not a yelling and screaming attitude. It's respectful, but it's willing to take the consequences. Like the three Hebrew young men, it would not bow down to Nebuchadnezzar's statue in the book of Daniel. Or like Daniel, who would not cease to pray when ordered not to pray to anyone other than Nebuchadnezzar and his false gods. We have some choices to make, friends. And after you hear the final segment of this program, you will realize how serious that choice may very well be. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Welcome back to Viewpoint on Chuck Chris Meyer on Sunday evening. A fellow by the name of Bob Saget famous comedian, 
actor was found dead in the Ritz-Carlton, Orlando. Detectives found no signs of foul play or drug use in this case. They said, we just can't figure it out. Well, what they failed to report was what just came out today from the World Tribune. Didn't come out on U.S. media. It came out for the World Tribune. On December 13th, Saget said in a podcast that he had gotten his booster shot. He said, I'm 65 and I got my booster shot. Thirty days later, he's dead. His heart gave up. And they found no signs of foul play or drug use. What happened? The same thing likely that has happened with untold thousands, if not millions, around the country and the world. The life is in the blood. And the vaccine and its booster affected his heart. Caused the capillaries to begin to prevent the blood to flow. And unbeknownst to all medical professionals who cease and refuse to see these connections, he dropped over dead. I watched a female medical doctor do some experiments. Blood drawn from her 17-year-old son and her daughter. It was fascinating. The son had, contrary to her warnings, snuck out of the house, took the bioweapon injection, His friend, who took the same jab, is now permanently disabled, having suffered severe heart problems after the injection. So being a doctor, this mother took multiple blood samples from both her daughter and son. The blood samples were in all the photos. The daughter, the one-year-old daughter, had had no vaccine. And it was shocking to see. She was absolutely stunned at the condition of her 70-year-old son's blood. I cannot show you these pictures on air by a radio. But I saw them. And what I saw was so devastating. The 17-year-old son's blood Ten minutes after his blood was drawn on December 17th, 2021, was already thick and jelly-like with abnormal clumping and dark, unhealthy spots, which appeared to be clots that were forming. He had been vaccinated just six days before. But with the daughter, it was not so. 
It's a wonder that a heart can continue to push this virtually useless sludge through the the capillary, she said. This is not going to last long. All right. Global alert. This is coming as a... The best that this individual was able to put together to give an idea of the echoing consequences of what happens when you mess with God's creation and like Esau of old are willing to take an experimental drug that you have no idea what is going to happen, neither do those that are administering it to you, other than in the hope that it might prevent you from getting the worst symptoms of COVID if you were to catch it. So you're willing to sacrifice your future for a mess of medical pottage, an immediate response, a hoped-for immediate response, not guaranteed. Here's the global alert. An estimated 10 million people per day are set on an irreversible countdown to vaccine death that could exterminate billions if not stopped almost immediately. It's called a red alert, a red alert for humanity. As estimates and projections show, as long as clot shot COVID vaccines are being administered around the world, about 10 million people every day are being put on an irreversible countdown to vaccine death. Now, this is just another way of putting in words the consequences of what we've been talking about here for two years. This explains why Biden and other world leaders don't care about legal challenges and the rule of law. They know that if they can bully these vaccines into people for just one more year, they will effectively murder over three and a half billion more human beings from vaccine-induced deaths that kick in over the next decade. And that's why we have less time remaining than you might think. That's why the vaccine zealots don't care if they get stopped over the next two to three years by court challenges because it's too late then for humanity. And even if we stop all COVID vaccines right now, we're likely to still see between one and two billion deaths over the next decade as vaccine deaths take their toll. Now, two billion would be approximately... Thirty percent of the world's population. The mass casualty event has begun. Dr. Robert Malone has recently pointed out we are living through a mass casualty event that looks a lot like genocide. That's what he said. Remember, he is the inventor or discoverer of the mRNA process that's been incorporated into 
these so-called vaccines. The federal workplace vaccine mandates have driven what appeared to be a true crime against humanity. The process of entering records into VAERS, that's the uh, official recording system that's supposed to be mandated for this by the CDC, is being intentionally slowed to prevent these numbers from rapidly growing. And critically, nurses are being actively ordered by doctors, hospitals, and administrators to avoid submitting VAERS reports related to COVID vaccines. We've already shown that with other uh reports here on the program today. Angela, Angela, a nurse for more than 25 years, confirms that in her hospital emergency room, they say they are seeing more heart problems in young adults, which are never reported to the vaccine adverse event reporting system as potential adverse reactions to COVID vaccinations. Another nurse, Jennifer, says ER nurses privately say they are seeing all the clotting, bleeding, and things you would expect from the vaccine six months later. Brain bleeds, heart attacks in younger 50-year-olds. No doctor will admit this is from the vaccine. They won't make the VAERS reports. When Daniel asks fellow nurses and practitioners, practitioners if they report to VAERS, they looked at him like, what's that? All nurses interviewed said they are seeing ground glass opacity results in the CT scans of people's lungs who recently took the experimental vaccines. And this is never reported to VAERS. We also know from anecdotal evidence that a shocking number of U.S. doctors have no idea what VAERS is even. They make no reports whatsoever and aren't even aware of the existence of the system. Now, remember that according to Dr. Ryan Cole, a Mayo Clinic-trained, board-certified anatomic pathologist, 62% of patients injected with the mRNA vaccines show micro-blood clots. Remember the life is in the blood. Micro-blood clotting is an early sign of vascular damage and heart damage. People receiving COVID vaccines are often diagnosed with myocarditis, which has a 56% fatality rate over five years. Dr. Charles Hoff from Canada is also reporting substantial increases in blood clotting among mRNA vaccine takers. The core problem he has seen are microscopic clots in his patient's tiniest capillaries. He said blood clots occurring at the capillary level. This has never before been seen. This is not a rare disease. This is an absolutely new phenomenon, he said. And he's emphasized these microclots are too small to show up on CT scans, MRI, and other conventional tests such as angiograms, and could only be detected using the D-dimer blood test, a standard test that indicates whether blood clots are being actively formed somewhere within a person's vascular system. He found that 62% of his patients injected with an mRNA shot were positive for clotting. 62%. The study goes on to say that the suppression 
of NHEJ activity exhibits a dose-dependent response to the presence of spike protein. This means that the spike proteins in the cells will cause the suppression of chromosomal repair mechanisms, leading to loss of genetic integrity over time. In effect, once people are injected with mRNA vaccines, when they are subsequently exposed to even mild sources of ionizing radiation, sunlight, mammography, high-altitude commercial flights, food plastic chemicals, their bodies may initiate the growth of new cancer tumors that cannot be suppressed because the system is no longer functioning. In effect, people will become mutants because they can no longer maintain genetic integrity due to the spike protein suppression of the repair mechanism. An Idaho doctor reports 20 times increase in cancer among those vaccinated for COVID. He said, I'm not exaggerating. I've never seen this this many endometrial cancers before. In a normal year, there are around 600,000 cancer deaths in the U.S. with the spike protein suppressing by 90% and with doctors already reporting a 2,000% increase in one type of cancer that is endometrial from early 2020. It's clear that cancer deaths are going to substantially increase in the coming years due to the COVID shots. Is anybody listening? Now, how do you project this kind of information when it's being hidden, protected, and then when you find the head of the CDC coming out just in the last few days and basically admitting that those that are really getting sick were already vaccinated and that they could not could not conclude that the deaths that were taking place 75% of them due to other causes than COVID hmm think about it thanks for joining us here on Viewpoint today become a partner send your gifts by faith to save America ministries God bless and be a blessing You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.